for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio while you're there. Please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. Going to talk about Elon Musk and social media censorship to start off the show. And perhaps how the censorship won't be so bad because Elon Musk has stated that he's going to bring back all of the old Twitter accounts. So uh, I'm curious to see if Rob and I end up getting our accounts back. Um, if you're on Twitter, please look up at RobJH1 and at SmalltownAndrew and you'll see if we're back by the time this show airs. It's supposed to take place anytime where these old accounts get reinstated. And I'm really excited for that to happen because I worked for years on my Twitter account, uh, building the following that I had. I had over 80,000 followers and uh, it was very uh, hard and devastating to get my account taken away where I did spread so much news and information and got so much interaction through all of my followers there. It was very disappointing to lose all of that so for it to be brought back would be pretty exciting. It was kind of a good thing at the end of the day, though, that I got suspended from Twitter because it makes you look outside and go around and do things you normally wouldn't do. You get so lost on your phone, on your app, looking at Twitter, social media sometimes. Um, you forget how the rest of the world really is. And Twitter's not necessarily a reflection of that. So it's going to be very interesting to see if Rob and I and so many other patriots listening to our show get our Twitter accounts back. Many of us were suspended on January 6th after the insurrection, as the left likes to frame it, went down. I call it a patriotic protest on January 6, 2021. But uh, Rob, what are your thoughts? Are you going to be coming back to Twitter if they do indeed restate your account like Elon Musk has stated? Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. And that is a rather interesting question that you propose. Uh, will the will people who were suspended from Twitter on Jan 6 be allowed to come back on? Uh, like you said, we had a rather large following. Almost 100,000 people were following us. And after Jan 6, because we did not agree with the rhetoric that the or the indoctrination by the mainstream media or the left, they decided to take us down. They didn't want our voices heard anymore. Thankfully, we were able there were other venues for us to go on. Uh, and we're on America Out Loud, which is uh, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Twitter, Facebook, uh, not Facebook, Facebook, but uh, also iTunes and so many other uh, platforms. But the fact that they, you know, decided to shut us down, and I've said this before, I never knew my, my voice was resonating or what I was saying was resonating so much with people out there. Because when you look at what we said the day of and before, we were calling out what they were doing, what they were saying, when they were saying, go and surround people and tell them you're not welcome, you're not wanted here. That was Maxine Waters. You had the uh, at the time, I think it was Kamala Harris, who was saying that we need to give money to people who were burning down cities and that this is just the beginning. So she was inciting violence. You had Nancy Pelosi saying that I can't believe that more people aren't out in the streets. Now, 
I never said anything like that, but I called it out and said, this is promoting violence. You had Eric Holder, who was saying, uh, Michelle Obama said, don't kick a person when they're down, but that's the best time to kick them. You had Cory Booker saying, go up to the hill and protest. You had Barack Obama saying, get in their face. Though some would say, yeah, but you knew what they meant. No, I took them at their word because people were actually doing that. <laughs> yeah, and Rob, let's not minimize it. Uh, you did have a big voice on Twitter and people were hearing you. And I do know that because even President Trump shared uh, your tweets in the past. And he also had retweeted me. Uh, he retweeted one of my tweets about uh, Chuck Todd and some of his fake news that he was dropping at the time. And then he retweeted another one of my tweets, which was a video of him uh, visiting the military on Christmas. So uh, that was nice and always an honor to be retweeted by President Trump. Do you remember what uh, tweet he retweeted of yours? I remember going to President Trump's account one day and scrolling through the accounts. And I'm like, holy cow, there's <laughs> my friend Rob. Uh, well, do you I, remember what he retweeted of yours? I, I don't recall what he retweeted. And you're right. He did retweet us, uh, President Trump. And we also got was retweeted by uh, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani. And maybe that's what they didn't like. The fact that the president and other influential people had retweeted us were retweeting us. And as I said, to me, our voices were so small. But in the social media uh, sphere, it was rather large and people were looking at it. So they had to shut us down because they didn't want what we were saying to resonate. They didn't want people to start questioning, wait a minute, we never thought about this. My background being a journalist, I know when the media is lying. I know when they're not being truthful. I know when they're giving their opinions and not facts. Okay, when we come on here, we give our opinions and then we give facts also. Okay, a lot of the journalists that call themselves journalists can't do it. It has to be their facts only. And we've even criticized Trump and we've said that, no, maybe he needs to practice a little bit more humility. But Trump is Trump. And one of the things that I find interesting is that people can't distinguish the difference because they've been fed the steady diet that politicians are supposed to come out and lie to us. We know that they're lying, but at the same time, the way they present it, it seems so good. It makes us feel good. So we accept it. No, that's not the way it's supposed to be. When you look at history, when you look at previous presidents, with the advent of TV, that's when things started to change. That's when you had people like Kennedy coming out all perfectly groomed and looking like, you know, he just came from central casting and people, oh, we love this. But when you look at presidents before, they were rough and they were rowdy. But people don't know history. And you know why they don't know history? Because they're not teaching history in our schools anymore. They're teaching you what they want. They're teaching you this made up. Now, granted, a lot of it is flawed. But at the same time, history isn't pretty. And it hurts. But with all the different platforms that we have, people should be able to get on a platform, stop gambling online, and do your own independent research, which is what we do when we're bringing to you a show every night, giving you the information. So going back to, will we be let back on Twitter? I mean, my life has prospered not being on Twitter. But as of lately, I've been thinking about it. If we are going to have free speech, as Elon Musk said he wants. Yes, the account should be open. The account's for everyone. Now, if they're promoting violence, I get it. Okay, you don't want that because you do have a lot of wacko doodles out there on the left who look at this and then they go out and inflict pain 
Because what you got to realize also, Andrew, and I don't think people are thinking about this, that they've blocked a lot of conservatives off of Twitter. So how is it they have been able to put together all of these protests? Well, I take that back, not protests, but riots, intimidation factors against Supreme Court justices going after Brad Kavanaugh, threatening him, threatening even Mitch McConnell, going to their residence, finding out where they live, going on the outside, threatening them. How has that been able to take place? No one on the right was doing that. They were able to get it together on Twitter, the left. No one has called that out. The media, again, is yet to call that out. Look at these individuals who've been doing these shootouts. Look at Virginia, the guy who shot people up in Colorado. Um, wait, wait, before you say that, I just want to go back to Colorado. The Colorado guy whom the media thought was a white supremacist. He was white and he was going, he's a boogeyman only to find out that he was non-binary and that a lot of his political leanings were to the left. They won't cover it anymore. They don't want to talk about it. The same way with the Virginia Tech killings of those three black athletes. They would not name who the killer was because they were hoping and praying that it was a white man, the white boogeyman. The moment yeah. they found out that it was a black man, they dropped the story. We don't hear any more about it. Why is that? Yeah, you haven't heard anything about that or the Colorado story, as you mentioned. That one in particular just totally dropped out of sight when it was uh, thought that it would be a white man that did it. That was just a regular guy, not non-binary. It was the top news story about how Republicans are breeding hatred and all this. But then it comes out that the guy's non-binary. You never hear another word about it. And as you were previously saying about these leftists organizing these riots on social media, you're 100% right. Not only that, we've seen in the summer of 2020, people like Kamala Harris were actually funding these riots, putting out links to bail these rioters out of jail so they could go out and riot some more and burn some more stuff down. So uh, social media has certainly led to a lot of that, and I would like to see that behavior be outlawed on social media. Well, and as you said, Andrew, I mean, when you think, you look at the timeline, they had already kicked off a lot of conservatives. We weren't organizing these riots. We weren't organizing these attacks against people, against companies. It was the people on the left because they were still there on Facebook and Twitter. They were doing the organizations of all these things. We weren't organizing it. They weren't doing it. But yet and still, no one will call that out. They won't say, wait a minute, time out. We got rid of all those people that we claimed that were doing bad things. So who's organized? who was organizing the threats against Brad Kavanaugh? Justice Alito, Clarence Thomas going to the school saying, we don't want them here speaking. We don't want them here teaching. And I read an article just the other day, and I, I got to call this out, that the former, uh, what was it, the uh, attorney, not the attorney, but Surgeon General, a lot of people are completely unaware that to this day that he was a black man, that the attorney general on Donald Trump was a black man. If you were to say them, say to them, do you know who the attorney general was? Oh, no. If you were to give the guy's name, Jerome Adams, they would say, oh, he was under Barack Obama. No, no. Barack Obama had a white person. Uh, Donald Trump had a black guy. One of the few who wasn't afraid to stand up, although he was attacked 
That's the reason why he doesn't. His name is not out there now because the media won't do it. They'll put everyone else's name out there. But when it comes to black conservatives, they want you to think that they don't exist, that they, they're not there. But the point I wanted to make is that he came out and he said that uh, because he was associated with Trump, it was very difficult for him to get a job. Now, he said, I wouldn't take anything back because it comes with the territory. A black man said this. Now, where was he going to be hired? At institutions controlled by liberals. Well, we don't want you here. Now, you have great, great pedigree, but we don't want you here because you're not going to tell the lies that we want you to tell about COVID or anything else. So we're not going to hire you. Now, eventually he got hired. But just imagine, they don't want to hire him because he's affiliated or had an affiliation with Trump. Whereas with Joe Biden, who is an incompetent president, who's suffering from dementia, who doesn't know if his wife is his sister or his sister is his wife. We got it on tape. Don't say that I'm making it up. You can go and Google it. You can see it. Okay. Who goes overseas and he stumbles, who does not remember if he's a president or a senator. He does this all the time. When he comes out for a press conference, he gets confused. Who's always going to Delaware on weekends. For what? What has he done? And when Trump would go to Mar-a-Lago or his mansions in uh, New Jersey, people would criticize him and say, oh, no, he shouldn't do that. So what would he do? He would go to Camp David. Folks, do you know why they have Camp David? They have Camp David because it is in a secure area and it is protected and it allows the Secret Service an opportunity to rest. OK, but Biden doesn't care about that. He's always going to Delaware and the media won't call it out. They won't say, why would he go to Camp David? Has Biden ever gone to Camp David? I don't think he has. Never. He's always going to Delaware. And you know what that means? He has to bring along the Secret Service so they can't be with their family. When he was off for Thanksgiving, gallivanting at some billionaire's compound, he had to take the Secret Service. So those men and women could not be with their families. But the media says nothing about it. They're okay with that. Okay. But the point I want to make back to Jerome is that he said that he couldn't get a job. Okay. Because no one wanted to hire him. This is America. How dare you? How could you? And no one wants to say anything about it. Okay. If he, when he was the Surgeon General, when he would tweet, they would try to suppress his tweets. Oh, we don't want him to say what he's saying because he's black and we don't want black people to hear that. So, yes, I'm waiting for my account, my account to be reinstated. Now, that's not to say I'm going to use it the way I've used it in the past because I'm too busy now. But it should be reinstated, and so should so many other accounts that were wrongfully taken down. Their free speech was taken from them, and the media said nothing about it. But the media bitches and moans are saying, oh, democracy is going to go away because they let Trump back on Twitter. You don't have to follow him. You don't have to read his tweets. Why are you following him? Why are you reading his tweets? Joy Reid, Sonny Hostin, Whoopi Goldberg, the women of The View. Why are you reading his tweets? Yeah, just to go back to Adam. The former Surgeon General, he said it felt when he was exploring jobs in academia where he would receive polite re rejections from university officials who worried that someone who served in the Trump administration would be badly received by their left-leaning student bodies. These schools and companies that wouldn't hire former General Adams need to grow a pair of cojones. This is pathetic. It is completely pathetic. That well, we can't hire him. But like I said, they will hire someone with misinformation, disinformation. They'll hire them at the university. Katanji Brown Jackson, who can't define a woman. It's on video. She said that she can't do it because she's not a biologist. 
They would hire her and like, oh, she's a greatest thing. She's the smartest thing. You know what they're doing? They're indoctrinating your children. They're giving your children misinformation. I would not, I would not pay for my son to go to any of these Ivy League schools to get an education that's going to indoctrinate them into silliness, indoctrinate him into thinking that men can have babies and that a man can be a woman. You want to talk about war on women, it's right there, but no one wants to say anything about it. It's horrible. But yet and still, this is where we are. If anything, they should have said, we want to hire this man. Why not hire him? But no, we, we, we can't because, you know, well, he's, he's not going to be part of our, our thought process. I'm just looking now as I'm talking. You have Chris Hayes from MSNBC saying his threats, his worst fears have been realized since Elon Musk acquired Twitter. Okay, Elon Musk, <laughs> richest man in the world. No, Chris Hayes does not have to go on Twitter. Okay, when Turner was suppressing free speech, they enjoyed it. And imagine, these are so-called journalists. They should want free speech out there. When I went to journalism school, and that's the thing that hurts me, because when I went to journalism school, they told us about free speech and how journalists stick together and that they might not like what someone else is saying, but they will stand to them because they have a right to say it. But now, fast forward, journalists, no, if you don't believe what we believe, we're going to shut you down. We don't want you out there. That is the reason why I marvel over the fact that our voices, Andrew, our voices, they try to silence us by kicking us off Twitter. Like, we don't want to hear their voices, our voices. I mean, we had, like, like I said, like 100,000 followers, but they, they, they were fearful that what we were saying was resonating. So we've got to silence them. Because they're saying that the sky is actually blue, and we want to say that it's red. And because they want to agree with us, let's shut them down. Can you imagine? <laughs> Andrew, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. It's that time of the year again. If you're looking for a present for a loved one, a friend, or family member, look no further than over at HealthyCell.com. If they're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out HealthyCell, the leaning innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we are so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. If you were loved ones taking those sleeping pills, you don't need to do that anymore. Head on over to Healthy Cell. Check out the great products. We'll help you along with that, along with so many other products that will help you absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com. It costs nothing to check out the great products, read the reviews, and uh, scroll the site. And you can now save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. It's a, it's a deal so good, I've got to say it again. You can go to HealthyCell.com and save 25% off your first order with the promo code OUTLOUD. Thank you, HealthyCell. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ann. I can tell you, one of the greatest pathophysiologic drivers for tiredness and fatigue during the day is poor quality sleep at night. People always focus on how long they slept, but they never think about the quality. And to improve the quality, there's a terrific product. That's the Healthy Cell REM Sleep Supplement. And what I tell friends and family and patients is take it every night consistently. Uh, it comes in a continue, a, a convenient bioabsorbable gel pack. Uh, take it right before you go to bed. Take the gel pack, brush your teeth, 
go to bed, its effects are nearly instantaneous and patients get a well-rested sleep continuously, day after day, week after week, month after month, and then that daytime tiredness and fatigue melts away when there's a greater restful sleep the night before. So give it a try. Go to uh, HealthyCell.com and in the promotional code, type in out loud for 20% off your order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. So we're coming back talking about Twitter, and we had done a show, I think it was earlier this year, when Elon Musk had first said that he was going to purchase Twitter, and we, were, we said it was a great idea. And guys, you got to remember, Elon Musk is not conservative. He is, he's, he's, a, he's a Democrat. I don't know if he's a Democrat, but he, his views lean left. He's not one of those far-right left-wing nuts. Right. At least but, they used to align left with that version of the Democratic Party, not exactly. so much this new uh, progressive wing of the Democrat Party. Like this crazy woke wing of the Democrat Party. And he, he's even come out and said that uh, he would, that he supports Ron DeSantis. And before the election, he said that I'm going to do something that I've never done before. I'm going to vote for a Republican. People didn't like it. The media trashed him. You would think the media would love him. Since he's coming up with green energy, he loves green energy, the electric car, you would think that they would just say, oh my God, he has the holy grail. But because he does not ascribe to their stupidity, their silliness, their wokeness, unable to define what a woman is, saying that men can have babies, wanting men to compete with women's sports, and all this other, want to call everything racist, because he won't bend the knee to that, they want to, oh, well, we don't like him anymore. We, they actively want Twitter to fail. <laughs> Imagine when Jack Dorsey was at the helm. Oh, Twitter is the latest and it's the greatest. It's a public spare, uh, square and everyone can exchange ideas. What they meant is that only our ideas are able, <laughs> ideas are able to be exchanged and no one right. else. Right. Because what conservatives are asking for, we're not coming out saying, oh, we want this liberal band or we want that Democrat band. That's not what we're saying at all. We just want a fair level playing field and that is driving those on the left just bananas that to think that we would have a level playing field to both come out and give our opinions they don't want to have to fight 
their ideas with people on the right because they don't hold up. They like living in this echo chamber where anyone who disagrees with them is shadow banned or even banned. You're right. And we, not only that, but just to add to it, we welcome the discourse, the conversation with someone on the left. But the thing is, is that because we have the truth on our side, they would always take it to a lower level. They would bring in personal attacks. I remember once I was saying something about Melania and this one knucklehead just like just inundated my DM with all these sexually explicit pictures, pornographic pictures. And I'm thinking, dude, come on. I'm like, I don't want to see that. And just kept going nonstop. And I'm like, okay, do I report them? I'm like, you know, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. I want to have the conversation, but this is a little ridiculous. You know, eventually it stopped. So we welcome that discourse. We want to have the conversation, but they can't handle the conversation. They can't handle the truth. As Tom Hanks had said once in his uh, movie, A Few Good Men, you can't, no, that wasn't Tom Hanks didn't say it, but it was, uh, gosh, I can't think of the guy's name, said you can't handle the truth. And that's and that's apparently that's what's happening with the left. They can't help unless it's their truth. If you go outside that, they don't want to hear it. They can't debate. They can't have the conversation because they become triggered. As they yeah. like to say, oh, that triggers me. Wasn't that uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. and Jerry Maguire said you nope. can't handle the truth? No, nope. that was uh, a few good men, and it was said by oh man, I see the guy in my face right now. Now I've got to go to Google and Google it. I can't believe this. Okay. Our, our, our 90s movie uh, trivia is really uh, showing. Uh, yeah. If you get Jack Nicholson, you can't handle the truth. You should watch right, that. Right. And I think that's what we're up against right now. A lot of people can't handle the truth on both the left and the right. I mean, because if they could handle it on the right, they would understand that Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell should not be in the leadership team. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. I mean, like I said, we can be fair and objective. Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell should not be part of leadership and the new Republican Congress. They should just step aside. But they want because of their ego. But we'll discuss that different topic for a different day. We're still on Twitter and how Elon Musk, who is not a conservative, wants to give us free speech back. We should all welcome that. What is wrong with having free speech? What? What's wrong with it? Well, a lot of people can't handle the truth. They only want their truth. And if there's something else outside of that, they'll say, oh, well, no, you know, you're giving us misinformation. You're creating problems. Well, we've already told you who's creating the problems. We already told you who was saying, go out and protest, go out and surround yourself around people and say you're not welcome. Well, we showed you how different people would go to people, conservatives and threaten them and tell them when they're having a meal that you got to get up, you can't eat here or spit at them. I mean, remember uh, what was the guy's name, the congressman from Kentucky, when he and his wife were at a convention, Ron Paul, and people surrounded them as if they're, they're going to attack them. Don Bongino, mm. people were surrounding them during the convention and saying that they were going to rape his wife. I mean, you don't see conservatives doing that. I guess we don't do it, Andrew, because we have jobs. Uh-huh. And we don't and have there, time. <laughs> there were actually those on the fake news media who were giving credit to these protesters who were going and getting into these guys' faces as they were leaving that uh, convention or whatever it was from the White House. I believe it was the Republican National Convention. Uh, Rand Paul on his way home and his wife. Uh, those scenes of him getting inundated with leftist trolls yelling at them, threatening them. And those on the left thought that was great to see him confronted like that. And if it were the other way around, you'd never hear the end of the outrage. 
It's just uh, so backwards. And we all know Twitter was using every dirty trick in the book. And a lot of those on the left realized that they were doing things like when you'd go to a Donald Trump tweet, they would elevate those like Krasenstein guys and all those other left wing trolls to the top of the page to make it look like uh, people do not have a favorable opinion of President Trump. And they'd put people like Robin Eyes responses at the bottom of the page where you'd have to scroll forever to be able to find a reply. Uh, things like that are very scary to them because people are finally going to be reading uh, the truth or at least going to be getting both sides of the story. And before uh, the left just con completely controlled the narrative because they could just censor anything they did not agree with. They could control the narrative and that's what they wanted. And I'm just amazed at how on the left, the media outlets are actively reporting and wanting Twitter to fail under Elon Musk. And they're saying, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, Chris Hayes, oh, my worst fears, my worst nightmares are coming true. What is he going to do? Oh no, we got to stop him and getting people to get off Twitter. Look, think of, I think it was CBS or NBC. They said that we're going to shut down. We're going to close our account on Twitter only to come back on. <laughs> it's like you shut down one day and then the next day you come back <laughs> on because Great. we want to monitor what's happening. Do you right. want to monitor it or do you want to lie about it? And there's all these new social media websites popping up now. The left's version of like Truth and Getter and Parler. They've got like this hive social media. And I forget what the names of the other ones are, but they'll, they'll fail as well. Uh, they're going to find out the same thing that a lot of conservatives found out when they were banned from all these mainstream platforms that being on an app that it's just an echo chamber is not very much fun. I mean, you want to have an exchange of ideas. That's the point of social media. And uh, the censorship made that very difficult to happen. Well, as I said, that on the right, we're not saying to shut anyone down. As long as you're not you know, actively saying to go out and kill someone or to go out and go to their homes and threatening them. No, that's not free speech. That's hate speech. Okay. But the left... They encourage that. They encourage all these rallies and riots. I keep saying rallies, they're not rallies. These groups that go out and threaten and cause harm to people. Right. You look at how they, they were actively wanting Kanye West to be shut down. And well, because of, uh, well, he said this about the Jewish people. Now, if he's causing harm, if he's worshiping harm, that's wrong. But to have an opinion, I mean, we've got to get, a, we, we, we got to stop this not wanting people to have an opinion about a, a particular topic. That's wrong. Okay, you should be able to have an opinion. You look at what they did to Kyrie West, uh, not West, but Kyrie, what is the guy's name, the basketball player? Kyrie Irving. Ky Kyrie Irving, how they want to shut him down, but yet still they didn't do anything to Amazon. Okay, or YouTube or Google, who were actively promoting this video that they that he retweeted. Like he did a tweet, oh, shut him down. That's got to stop. And you always have these people who are out there watching and waiting so they can report. And, you know, I remember when I was on Twitter and I remember someone DMing me saying that, you know, you've been reported. They're reporting you for what you're uh, tweeting. I'm like, really? It's like, yeah. I'm like, so I have my own little series of followers. Whenever I say something, they're going, they'll report it to the Twitter up, upper echelon and say, oh, we don't want this on there. Well, if you don't want it on there, no one is saying that you have to read it. That's what I don't understand. You don't have to read it. You don't have to retweet it. Maybe there's someone else who wants to see it. And then they'll say, yeah, but you're influencing people, getting the bad access to do things. Again, no one on the right has gotten anyone to be a bad actor. But on the left, 
you look at all the attacks that have taken place, how did it happen? They were reading what people were putting on Twitter or social media on Facebook. It happens all the time, but the media will not play it up that way. They're hoping and praying that, oh, it has to be the white boogeyman. I remember the guy, uh, look at Daryl Brooks, who they finally put him in jail. Oh, the Wakisha, Wakasha of uh, Wisconsin who mowed down those people, he was looking at Twitter. Look at the guy in New York, uh, the subway guy. The same thing on YouTube, being indoctrinated from listening to things that people were saying on the left, that people are being suppressed and we've got to stop this. So what do they do? They go out and act out thinking that they can do it. But you don't have anyone on the right who's doing that. Maybe a few, but I can't think of any because all the other people that we have looked at have been reading things from the left, but no one wants to tie it. No one wants to connect the dots. The same way with Steve Scalise. Look at what happened to him, a Bernie Sanders supporter. People don't want to call that out, but I'll call it out every chance I get because we need to call it out and we need to say this is where it started. It had its genesis here. These are the people that are pushing hate speech. If we don't call it out, it will keep happening. And if someone on the right is doing it, call it out. But right now, the people who have been doing this are people on the left, and it has to be called out. We have to call out the congressmen like Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, who, of course, she's stepping down now to go tend to her husband in his delicate situation. Now, just imagine if we were on Twitter and we were to talk about that. Oh, you can't talk about that. It hurts my feelings. Then don't read it. Right. <laughs> Come on. Just don't read it. Yeah, and you see the difference when uh, someone on the left, like Joe Biden, was friends with uh, former KKK member Robert Byrd. Oh, that's no big deal. He was a changed man. Robert Byrd was in the KKK for a good portion of his life, but then he changed and he denounced the KKK. They'll constantly remind you of that. But then they'll bring up that President Trump had Kanye West and Nick Fuentes over to Mar-a-Lago for dinner. Like, that's comparable. And I just find it completely ridiculous. Uh, Kanye West, we know what he's being accused of. And uh, obviously, he's got his own opinions on things. And this Nick Fuentes, who's like 23 years old, he's pretty much a kid. He's been in politics for at least five years or so. So uh, he's been giving these hot takes for quite some time. And it seems like his way of sticking out or standing above the crowd was perhaps being a provocateur. He'd attack people like Ben Shapiro or other people on the right and uh, get a lot of attention for it. And he's also made a lot of comments that certainly uh, are controversial, but I believe it was once again part of his proc provocateur style of broadcasting to try and stand out. So I don't necessarily watch anything that Nick Fuentes has said on air, and I'm going to hold that against him for the rest of his life, like those on the left want to do, and just continue to cancel people, uh, regardless what age you were when you said something, if you're on the right side of the aisle. But if you're a leftist, and uh, you've got a shady past, there's nothing to see here, it's completely erased. Don't you see that a lot, Rob, where it seems like yeah. uh, people on the left that have had a shady past, they just completely overlook it. But yeah. if someone's a Republican and they've got anything in their past, um, it'll never stop being brought up. You're right. And I, I do find that interesting. And like you said, this kid is like 23 years old. And how did he get all that popularity? Well, because the left, they were just looking at someone so they could like point the finger at and say, it's him. It's him. He's dead. The guy hasn't even been in the world long enough I mean, to, to influence right. anything. 
But yet and still, they'll hang their hat on it the same way they've done with, you know, after the Sand, Adam Sandman bag or whatever the guy's name when they attacked him, uh, Kyle Ritt, Rittenhouse. And these are like young people, but they're like, put their hats on. Whereas when you have a senior person like Maxine Waters going out preaching hate, they will, and, and, and a congressman, a government official, they will look the other way. Why will they look the other way? That's the question. Why will they do it? Yeah, and that's a very good question. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're here every Monday to Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. if you're watching or listening on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. The spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. We are the voice of a nation, the American nation that is. This is Malcolm Out Loud. I invite you back to AmericaOutloud.com, where the fight for liberty and justice continues. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The last segment of the show. Now, still talking about Twitter, and we're going to talk about some other things also that's taking place. One of the things I want to mention is Herschel Walker. Uh, and of course he's being attacked on Twitter by folks on the left and they don't want, and that's one of the reasons why they don't want, uh, folks on the right on Twitter, because they know that they'll go on and start promoting a lot of these candidates, which could have happened during the last election. But I find it interesting how they have been attacking him just like nonstop. And I mentioned this on one of our earlier shows this week. And, and Why? Why are they attacking this black man? Because he wants, he's running for office and they don't want anyone else to say anything positive about him. 
So they're having their field day on Twitter, attacking him, bringing up everything under the moon about the guy. Well, he did this and he did this and he, before then, oh, they loved him. And just imagine if he were to come out tomorrow or tonight with a tweet and say, I was wrong. I'm a Democrat. They would bring him back into the fold. They would love him. Like I said with Elon Musk. If Elon Musk were to come out and say, oh, I was wrong. I'm just going to keep all these people off. Oh, he's so nice. He woke up. But they won't do that because they know that they don't have a foundation to stand on. They know that their premises, their positions are completely flawed. They don't make sense. They're crazy. You look at what's her name? Uh, AOC. A kid. And they've given her all this power. Now, she's in her 30s, and she should know a lot more than what she does. But they allow her to come on at Ileana Omar and Rashida Tlaib and attack conservatives nonstop. They will call, uh, what's his name, Herschel Walker. He's dumb. He's stupid. I mean, some of the comments I have read by these, these, these bad actors is just over the top. But they're allowed to do it. Why? Well, because they're saying what their followers want to hear. They're saying what the left is. The left is, in fact, degenerates. So they're okay with it. So the past two years, they have been able to make a lot of gain and putting out all of this crazy rhetoric. And now they're living in fear that, oh, the rig, the gig is up. And now we're going to be inundated. We're going to be hit with the truth. And we don't want to hear the truth. So what can we do? Well, we can hope between now and then that Twitter fails and it falls down. We want it to collapse. We want it just to completely collapse so that no one else can go on. That's what they want. They want Elon Musk to lose a whole lot of money. So they're betting against him. When I see all these articles, oh, he's going to lose money. Oh, this is not going to work. Oh, this is not going to be successful. Now, just imagine if people were to say, okay, I'm going to bring all those people back. I'm going to give it back to Jack Dorsey. They would be dancing a jig. Oh, we prevail. We wanted to survive. But see, this is how they operate. And as you mentioned, Andrew, you said that there are a lot of other uh, social media outlets that are out there that have started up. I haven't seen any of them because I'm not in tune to them the way I used to be. Yeah. But... And you're not you're not a leftist. These new social media uh, <laughs> things opening up or um, ones from the left, like rich people from the left starting their own app, trying to get people to sign up so they can have their own echo chamber where they can all have pronouns in their names and uh, <laughs> call each other he, hey, they, them type stuff, I guess. But yeah, it wouldn't be an app that we would be interested in anyways. I like what you said. They want to have pronouns in their names. I, and I, this, whole, <laughs> this whole pronoun thing, I, I find it so ridiculous as to what they're doing. And I was reading an article. Uh, they were talking about, oh gosh, I thought I had written it down somewhere. And they were describing this person and they were saying, and they said this, and I got completely confused. I'm like, who's they? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 like, wh why do you want to attack the English language? And we have AP, the Associated Press, the style book following, going along with this, just for a marginal portion of society, like even a, a, a 1% that have decided we want to be called this, just like, like I said, with the non-binary guy. Like, has anyone stopped to say, this is actually stupid? I listened to J Dave Chappelle. I don't, for one, don't care for comedy, but now I've been finding myself liking it because that is a form of free speech. 
And when you look at the genesis of comedy, it was created so that we could make fun of the stupid things that we do. But of course, because Dave Chappelle is doing it and he's calling it out, oh, people don't like it. They want to shut him down. They want to counsel him. But he was making a comment the other day and he was saying, you know, I don't understand these feminists. He said, I understand the Me Too movement. And he said, and I was right down behind him. I thought, yeah, you know, we got to stop what's happening. He said, but when they started, when they came out with the pink pussy hat cats and they were saying, you got to respect me. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know? So, of course, people went on Twitter. Oh, we got to counsel him. We got to shut him down. We got to shut down this Netflix special because we don't like him. And this guy is not a conservative. OK, look at Bill Meyer. He's not a conservative. He's even calling out the left and saying, you guys make no sense. And of course, the media, they won't cover it. They'll, they'll mention it because they, they still like him. And they know that he comes out, he attacks the right. But they won't give it the coverage that they would give someone else who would just praise their craziness and their silliness. And it just begs the question, like, what are these people doing? What are they saying? Who are, are they even listening to themselves? Because they don't make a whole lot of sense. What they're promoting, what they're doing, does not make sense. And it's the untypical of what they claim to be supporting. They want to support women's rights. It's like, but you're going against it by trying to promote men and say that men are women and you're allowing men to take the positions of women. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But this is where we are in our society. And I think that's the reason why they wanted to hold on to that last bastion, that last public square, whereby they could go in and say whatever they want to say and do whatever they want to do on Twitter. And when you have the media, reporters going on doing the exact same thing, it's like, <laughs> this, is, this is really ridiculous. Are, are you guys even thinking about what you're saying or looking at what you're doing? They're not. They're just doing it and making it up as they go along. Go figure, Andrew. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me at all but nothing yeah. that they do makes sense yeah and uh let me ask a question for you rob talking about these new social media sites like hive and all these other ones i don't think they'll work because i don't think being in an echo chamber is quite the same as being on a platform where people hold mm -hmm. all different kinds of views um you're still on facebook i know where that's certainly the case even though uh conservatives are certainly uh more shadow ban there than it would be if you were on the left. But uh, do you find on like Getter and True Social and Parler and these apps that it's not really that interesting being a part of an echo chamber, which is essentially what those apps are, where you've got 90 to 95% of the people on those apps who agree with everything you say. I think a app like Twitter is needed where you've got both sides of the aisle um represented and able to give their ideas what do you think i agree with you completely when well, you have an echo chamber and that's the reason why people are saying that twitter was a uh a open square the town hall where people town square where people could go in and exchange ideas so the initial platform or idea foundation that they had started it worked but it stopped working when people started saying well no we don't want this and we only want to hear our voices that's when it yeah. stopped working Yep. And I have a feeling like this Hive Social and these other sites that are starting up, they're going to have a lot of people initially sign up and probably be active. But over time, that just gets boring. And uh, there's really no interest in going to an app where 
the majority of people agree with everything you say. Uh, all these people that are saying they're going to leave Twitter, they're going to end up stumbling right back onto Twitter. They won't be able to leave it, especially those on the left. They're so addicted to social media. Um, their life is just so impacted by Twitter. I don't see those people staying off. Well, they were the same people who said that if Donald Trump became president, they would leave the country. They never left the country. <laughs> right. You know, and you have Whoopi Goldberg, you have these companies saying, oh, I'm leaving. Even, and I know you're going to come in on this, Valencia had said that they were getting off Twitter. We're getting off Twitter. We don't want to be on Twitter. It's like, really? Valenciaga, whatever they call themselves, the uh, good, the luxury good. Uh, what is it, like a company. fashion brand or something? Yeah, it's a clothing brand. They have, they have like a store. And I mean, the stuff is, I, I mean, I don't understand a lot of this stuff, a lot of these fashion brands. I mean, other than the high price. Some of the stuff looks good. Maybe it's the way they put it together was sewn together, you know, with good quality. But I'm not about to pay a thousand dollars for a pair of sneakers just for to have the name Balenciaga on it. It makes no sense. And now we're finding out that Balenciaga was part of a political push. They had a little underline in that they were after our children. You want to share that with our viewers? Yeah, I'm not too well read in the subject myself, but I've just been following uh, Kim Kardashian's Twitter feed the past few days, and she's been taking a lot of heat because apparently this company is associated with child pornography and a lot of their artwork from their artists that design these clothes. Uh, they've published books, and these books are filled with just bizarre photos of children and full-out child porn, or there'd be kids missing limbs or... Um, their inside split open, all kinds of sickening and disgusting things uh, from these designers of this company. And uh, Kim Kardashian thus far has basically just came out and said that she's been disgusted and outraged by the recent campaigns, but she took the opportunity to speak to them. And many representatives for the company claim to her that they are apologetic and wish that these did not come to light. And basically, she's going to stay with the company. She says, as for my future with Balenciaga, I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the band, Base, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with. And the actions I am expecting to see them take to protect children. So it sounds like she's basically protecting her bottom dollar and uh, her investment into the brand if you remember when kim kardashian went to that award show decked out and uh like the black hood and uh her entire torso was covered in black fabric that was uh balencia design and there's even a design of kids in one of these children's books where they're wearing that same exact outfit so i don't know it's just all very weird and creepy uh some satanic worshiping rituals are going on in these art books that they've put out uh, it's just bizarre, Rob. What are your thoughts? Well, people have to be aware as to what these companies are doing, what their bottom line is. I mean, as you mentioned, they had did a uh, is a luxury line uh, for clothing and other items, shoes and purses, and they their recent uh, ad campaign involved uh, kids, tots, holding teddy bears in bondage outfits, and then down below it, uh, when you look closely at it, there was a uh, like a some type of article or paper that whereby a court was talking about child pedophilia. Now, we have said, talked about this, and many other people have talked about this for quite some time. You also have to remember that Valencia had 
decided to severe ties with Kanye West over anti-Semitic, clean, seemingly anti-Semitic comments that they said that he made. He's now selling their T-shirts for 20 bucks, and I don't think they're happy about that. But the fact that Kim Kardashian, a mother, is saying that she's going to stick with them, just agrees her bottom line to get more money for them, and not stand up and say, no, this is wrong. Now, she claimed that she had a conversation with them, and they they explained, well, this is what we were doing. Okay, well, we've had conversation with other companies. Look at, uh, what's the guy, uh, Lindell, the guy over Pillow guy. How they decided to cancel him simply because he supported Trump. No one came to his defense. And look at what's happening to the store that uh, had his products there. They're now going down. Bed, bath, and beyond. Do you see what happens? But she's going to stick with Balenciaga. Although that it's a, I'm reading more into it that the word ball is for the god, a devil god, Baal, a ball in the Bible, B-A-A-L. But she's going to stick with them. There isn't a hidden agenda. They're going after our children. Don't you believe them when they say that they're not because they are. They're trying to make pedophilia acceptable. They're trying to make access to our children acceptable. They have been doing this for a long time, the sexualization of our children. Our little girls, little girl, little toddlers wearing thongs. I was looking at the Halloween costumes this year. They had little toddlers, little girls uh, wearing these little pants with a big butt. This is about them going after our children, these pedo these freaks of nature, pedophilia people that want to have relationships with their children. They're trying to justify it. And you have people that are embedded within us who claim to be protecting us, who claim to be for the law. Yes, they're on the left and the right. They're enjoying this. They want access to our children. That is the reason why they want these hours of drag queens and parents are thinking that it's funny. It is not funny. You need to wake up. Where's Child Protective Services? Well, it's nowhere to be found because Joe Biden has said that this is okay. We should kick Valencia out of the country and say, no, we're not going to turn our children over to you. You're your pedophilia ways. You're in your ad campaigns that's praising children and bondage. It should not be that way. Remember when Calvin Klein was doing this back in the, in the, uh, the early 80s and 90s? His campaigns were a little bit more subtle. But they were like, wait, he needs to clean up his act. But now what's happening? It's way over the top. It is completely over the top. And our children are at risk. And parents and adults and our lawmakers need to stand up and say, no, this cannot be permitted. Give me going back to Twitter. I hope that Elon Musk cleans Twitter up. The amount of porn on Twitter. Now, I know people say free speech. Okay, do what you want to do. But when it involves children. And why haven't we gotten to the bottom of this? We can very easily get to the bottom of, well, let's have an investigation of what Trump is doing. Why can't we have an investigation as to who's selling child pornography? Why can't the Department of Justice and the FBI get to the bottom of that? Why can't they put the kibosh on that? You see what I'm talking about? Look at how they have us focusing our energies on something that has nothing to do with anything. But what's important, they don't want to focus on. We should already be able to stamp out child pornography and find out who's doing it. But we won't. We're too busy looking at, we got to go investigate Trump. We got to make certain that he's not on Twitter. We got to make certain that conservatives aren't on Twitter. And we're going to put all this money to ha have special counsels. You see, again, I'm connecting all the dots. You won't get this on any other media platform, but on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to break it down and we're going to connect the dots for you because they want connect the dots. 
but we will connect the dots, Andrew, plain and simple. Yeah, 110%. You're absolutely right. And it's hard to believe, but we're already out of time tonight. Thank you all for listening once again to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is on America Out Loud, available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate that. Or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com, click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. In addition, thousands of articles and podcasts updated daily. You can make it your one-stop shop for all your news needs if you want to. AmericaOutloud.com. It really is a great website you guys need to check out if you have not done so already. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>